Alrighty, folks, this is special guest Ryan Long here with Richard Powell uh, down in the beautiful state of Alabama. Uh, we've got a big game tonight here for the American Conference uh, with the Pirates taking on Cincinnati, um, 7 p.m. Uh, we got ECU plus five. Uh, big implications for the American Conference tonight. Uh, we're looking to have 100 yards out of Keaton Mitchell, and uh, we're looking to uh, take a win home for the Pirates. You heard it there, folks. ECU plus five versus Cincinnati tonight, 7 p.m. Central Time. If you're in Alabama, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ESPN2. Let's go ahead and dive into this a little bit. So why I think ECU plus five, let's start off with the offense. So ECU is ranked number 20 in the entire country, statistically, as they average 470 yards of total offense, and 170 of that is straight rush yards. And they amount to 32 points a game versus Cincinnati with Ben Bryant, their quarterback, who was with Cincinnati first when he first came into college, then transferred last year to Eastern Michigan, had a good year, and transferred back once Desmond Ritter, one of the nine draft picks that Cincinnati had last year, left. So he's a, service, he's a serviceable quarterback. He's not a runner. So compared to the last few weeks, such as us playing BYU with Jarrett Hall, and then uh, and then we got a UCF. Reese Plumley, mobile quarterbacks. He is not that mobile of a quarterback, so I think that's going to be in our favor. And for their offense, which is number 56, it's 409 yards of total offense, 275 yards passing, 134 yards rushing, and they they amount to 33 points a game. So they basically cancel out on the points. And because of that, I do think ECU definitely has the edge. I think we have better skill players. Keaton Mitchell, for instance, I think he is the best player on the field. That's just me. And for him in this game, I think Don Kirkpatrick, what he's going to do and what he needs to do, this team is a, big, is a lot bigger than us on the line. I think what they're going to do is throw to Keaton Mitchell with some quick screen passes and uh, use his mobility and his acceleration and elusiveness out on the field. One thing about Cincinnati, like I said, they lost nine players, and five of them were within the first 100 picks, and three of those were defensive players. Safety, then corner, for instance. So the corner, Sauce Gardner. So we all know who that was. He had his own island. And then later on that draft, Kobe Bryant, which that's a hell of a duo DB room. You got Kobe Bryant, and then you got Sauce Gardner. But anyways... So two NFL drafted corners, all gone. Safety, second-round pick, all gone. And ECU's offense has gotten even better since last time when we played at Dowdy Ficklin. So Isaiah Winstead have a big game. C.J. Johnson, uh, Ryan Jones could have a big game. Uh, if Jalen Johnson comes back, we'll see. But I do think we'll have a good explosion. And we're coming off a bye week, holding Ehlers. Hurt shoulder is feeling better, and that's another week also for Keaton Mitchell's hit pointer. He suffered a few weeks ago to get better also. And as Ryan alluded to, I think Keaton Mitchell 100% will get over 100 total yards, and it's just a matter of whether it's going to be 150 or 200. So we'll see. Now defensively, ECU's defense is ranked number 81 in FBS as they allow 392 total yards. The epitome of ECU's defense really is a bend but don't break defense. Now, we have played some really, really good offensive teams before, such as UCF, as they're the number seven team. 
and we held them to less than 20 points. And the previous week, uh, upon playing us, they scored 73 on Temple. Temple's not a good team, but a 50-some point difference is a big, big deal. And because of that, it's because we got four to five turnovers that game. So I think we'll be ball hungry when it comes to getting, you know, have our nose to finding the football some way, somehow. I think we'll get turnovers on this game, and that's what we need to do to win this game. Because not only am I saying ECU plus five, I'm saying ECU money line. Money, 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 money. I think this will be a big game for Houston, biggest game with the implications of a conference championship, which let's talk about that now. ECU has beat UCF. UCF plays Tulane, who's number one in the conference right now. So UCF uh, loses to Tulane. They have two losses in conference. We own the tiebreaker because we already beat them head-to-head. And if ECU beats Cincinnati, that will be their second loss. And we also would have a tiebreaker over them. So you probably see what I'm getting to. So we need Tulane to beat UCF, and we need to beat Cincinnati, and ECU be number two team in the conference. And we'd have to win out versus Houston and Temple. I think we can do that pretty confidently. As the toughest game between those two would be Houston, and that's going to be a senior night. And Hull Naylor's the Greenville local, uh, fifth-year senior, uh, you know, not expecting him to take a loss on his last home game at Daddy Ficklin. And I do want to get some statistics also. So, like, special teams, they definitely have ECU on special teams, uh, you know, whether it's kicking or punting. But uh, they have a NFL-caliber punter, Cincinnati does. His name is Mason Fletcher, Australian. He is 6'7", averages 48 yards a punt. Like I said, NFL-caliber, nothing comparable to what ECU's punter because his hang time's not near as good, and his distance isn't as good either. And kicking game, we did have a game-winning kick with Conrad at BYU, but even for a 33-yard field goal, Coach Houston said that might have been the ugliest kick to ever go through the post, or within the, uh, you know, within the post. So we'll see how it happens. I remember I talked to Conrad after the game, and he said – Definitely because they took two timeouts prior. Obviously, he was a little bit nervous with the game on the line. And he told me that he kicked the ground before he hit the ball. So that's why I looked all funky. So in case y'all didn't know, that's <laughs> that's why that kick looked so low and awkward to begin with. And I do also want to get back on the defense, though. So like I said, ECU is number 81. But Cincinnati is number 22. And they're one step behind NC State. So if you compare NC State, they're a lot bigger team than we were, of course. Cincinnati's going to be a bigger team than us, too, on the line. State kept our running game pretty good. But, again, Keaton Mitchell was dangerous and lethal on the screen passes. And over a 40-yard pass play for him one time, which led to uh, you know missed field goals, unfortunately, and all that stuff. But, anyways... Uh, for Cincinnati's defense, they allow 181 yards passing and 142 yards rushing. So, unlike State, Cincinnati does give away more rushing yards, and that's going to be very vital for us. I'm expecting Marlon Gunn Jr. to have a really big game also. He's a bigger back. I think he'll take the punishment better. So, within the interior of the line, A and B gaps, uh, Marlon Gunn, I think he's going to cut it up. And I think Keith Mitchell on the edges and on some screen passes will be very elusive and will give us a lot of edge. And, you know, it's just it's just going to be a matter of 
what happens. But like I said, ECU plus five. But yet again, I'm going to say ECU money line. And we are coming off a of bye week, so that is extra favor for us. I believe in this instance that we needed the bye week. We did have some momentum going through, but we had some injuries also. Noah Henderson has been battling the bad back for a while. Holden Ehlers, his shoulder, and Key Mitchell, hit pointer, for instance. So we'll see how that goes. But I am pretty confident on that, and I'm very, very excited, and I hope you are too because it's nice to know that ECU, it's not a matter of hitting six wins for bowl games anymore. It's a matter of championship implications for conferences. And that's just really good compared to Sky Montgomery where for his three years we won three games every single year. And, yeah, exactly like Ryan said. he <laughs> He's saying plus five ECU. I'm saying it too. And I hope you're saying that also. But also I do want to talk about picks of the week. As, like I said, so we have ECU plus five. I'm going to get South Carolina plus eight versus Florida. Florida, I did choose them last week, plus three and a half versus A&M. A&M's a terrible team. Been saying it. And I do think South Carolina, they're a very tough team also. It's going to be at the Swamp, but I got plus eight South Carolina. I think, uh, you know, I think they'll they'll make it competitive. Florida might still win, but I think it'll be within eight points. Now, for Notre Dame, the number 20 team in the nation after upset versus Clemson, I got Navy plus 15.5 versus Notre Dame. Notre Dame has struggled in the past with military schools. Navy, as we all know, triple option will run the hell out of the ball. And if they're up just by a little bit, they will kill the clock. And that's over two possessions right there of 15 points. So I got Navy plus, fit, uh, plus 15 and a half. And I'm going to get a college basketball prediction in here. It is college basketball season as of this past Monday, but I got college Charleston plus 20 and a half versus UNC. Now I'm saying this because I did not think UNC played very well versus, versus UNCW. Grant is the first game of the year, maybe knocking some rust off after the, you know, the run they had in the tournament, but college Charleston has beat UNC in the past Grant has years ago. But one thing is college Charleston beat Chattanooga and Chattanooga was a NCAA tournament team, and they only lost about one point to the number four seed, Illinois. Granted, new team, new year, but they have experience, good coaching staff, and I'm going to take the points plus 20 and a half right there. So you got it right here. I'll say it again. ECU plus five, and hell, we can say a money line on that, but at bare minimum, plus five. USC is in South Carolina, plus eight versus Florida. Navy plus 15 and a half versus number 20, Notre Dame. And College of Charleston, plus 20 and a half versus number one, UNC. You heard it here first, y'all. Thanks for tuning in for this special episode. Big, big game. I'll be tuning in, watching that. Let me know what y'all think. Have a good one.